0: welcome to bet us i'm flash and it's the fa cup fifth round and this is where we start getting serious and these teams they get a win it'd be one step closer to the wembley and we used to be able to say you could see the twin towers not the twin towers anymore it's the golden arch but we are america's favorite sportsbook so please we invite you to subscribe not just subscribe but to ring the bell and ring ring the bell means that you will notify you and you'll never miss any content again so like today it's added content and the most important thing for me is that you get yourselves in the chat and we talk about these games. I'm gonna cover four games, hopefully come out with four winners. I'm not too blinkered to be able to have a little chat with you and see if you come up with some better value. The romance in this year's cup is it's alive and kicking. It is more than alive and kicking. Chrissy Wilder, my good friend, takes his side Middlesbrough to Old Trafford in the last round. And the fairy tale continued for them boys because they won on penalties. Boreham Wood, non-league side, not let a goal in yet. They have to travel to Goodison Park. Frank Lampard, he's won the uh, the FA Cup, and he's been beaten as a manager as well, and has a record of ten and two. The the whole theme of this program has got to be pedigree, pedigree of the types of managers that are going to come up against smaller wannabes. And really, a lot of these clubs, it's their cup final. So get get yourselves in the chat. And I don't mind having a little uh, conversation either about some of the games that I've left out. So don't be shy. Please press your thumbs up. Let's enjoy. And the first game we're going to go to is Chrissy Wilder's Middlesbrough. They've already knocked out Manchester United at Old Trafford against... Conte's Spurs. Spurs have been uh, rejuvenated in recent times, but look at this. The handicap is plus half at uh, plus 110, minus half at minus 140. That's shifted. Money line at plus 400 for the home side, plus 275 the draw, and minus 140 just for Spurs to win the game. The total is under or over at two and a half with minus 125. On the over two and a half. Now, very, very, very tough game because we know that Middlesbrough will be uh, probably one of the most organised sides from outside the Premier League. They know how to get the job done. They're going great guns in the championships. They don't let in a a lot of goals, but they don't score a lot of goals neither. Then we look at the uh, visitors fresh off of scoring four away from home last week to um, Leeds. Leeds then get rid of their manager. But listen, let's not, let's not let us not that blind us because Leeds have actually let in, I think, 14 goals in the last three games. So they were basically there for the taking and Spurs did not disappoint. Um, I see Spurs potentially winning this game, but I do not see... It's a guarantee that we're going to see four or five goals in this game. I mean, it's going to be quite a tight game. Now, I mean, Spurs with their firepower. And let's, let's face it, listen, this is a real big opportunity to get into the sixth round, where again, it's only a couple of games away from uh, getting to Wembley. So for me, and obviously Conte, it's a real opportunity to, uh, to put some silverware on the table now. I cannot remember the last time Spurs won any silverware. It was, uh, such a long time ago, in the early 80s. Then uh, they had visit after visit to Wembley. But since then, no, nothing really been put on the table. I like Spurs to score twice in this game. Um, it's around the minus 130. And the reason I haven't gone with the minus half or the uh, money line at minus 140 is because I can't rule out Middlesbrough pulling something out of the hat here, and it being like a 2-2 draw. This is a really, really tough game. Um, Tommy Amira saying, yeah, 20 goals uh, are let in by Leeds. Um, If Middlesbrough part of the bus, then Spurs will lose. This is what I'm saying. I think goals are the way to go with the away side because of the likes of Son, Mora, Kane. They're all all on a run, and I don't think that... Conte's going to want to upset the apple cart. So for the first game, I'm just going to go with Spurs to score over one and a half goals at minus 130. Keep an eye on it because obviously if it is a tight game, you might be able to get Spurs at around the plus 100 on the money line. But for me, I'm just going to go with Spurs uh, over one and a half goals on their trip to the North And uh, whether they come away as victorious, I'm not so sure. And I will be cheering on Chrissy Wilder's side as well. Let's move on to my second game because my second game is massive. It's a David and Goliath. We've got Luton Town versus Chelsea. We've got Nathan Jones, who's in charge of Luton, going up against the Chelsea side. Now, a lot of people might think, hangover, they've just been beaten. 11-10 on penalties in the other cup final, which is a Carabao Cup. But with this squad... They don't let goals in. So we look at some of these prices, and they're all going to be lopsided. This is the cup final I was talking about for the home side. Now, the handicap's at one and a half. Now, I can't be guaranteeing that Chelsea are going to do anything other than maybe win 1-0. Do we expect Luton to score? Is that where the value is? The money line says plus 700 for the home side, which will be massive. I mean, we get some sides in the Premier League that are bigger than 700, Chelsea at plus 350. Uh, Sorry, the draw is at plus 350. And Chelsea at minus 240. Uh, Under or over 2.5 is at minus 135 for the over. But plus 1.5. Sorry, plus 105 for the under 2.5. I don't see Luton scoring. And I couldn't believe that it was at plus 100 for Chelsea basically to keep a clean sheet. That's not Chelsea to win to nil. That's just basically Luton Town not to score. Flippy's already jumped in there and said Chelsea win to nil. Yeah. Uh, Spurs are just a kind of side that always seems to fail when you bet on them. You say that though, uh, Robert. We did actually have a bit of everyone on the Premier League show had a bit of Spurs last week away. Uh, so we're going to probably keep r- rowing in with that train. Um Top the minus one from the uh, from the other game as well, but here I think Luton are going to be right up against it. Chelsea have got a massive squad. Yes, they're going to have injuries, but the, the, the look at the uh, the pedigree of the management of the players that they need to be getting to one of these finals. And remember, in the last show, I said Chelsea and Liverpool were my two that I'd take. They were both around six or seven to one. They've both progressed. Luton, obviously, this is their cup final. We have packed house at Kenilworth Road. It's really, really close to the pitch. Big atmosphere. But Chelsea are big-time players, and I expect to see some of their players coming in and be far too strong for Luton. I do. Chelsea, half-time, full-time, is at minus 110. Not so sure about that, Jonathan Nelson, because I feel as if Luton and Chelsea, that could be nil-nil at half-time just because of Chelsea having the exploits that they've had. Now, remember, these games are not at the weekend. We have three games on Tuesday, three games on Wednesday, one on Thursday, and the last, so the whole fifth round will be concluded next Monday with last year's winners, holders, Leicester, their conquers. Their conquerors was uh, Nine and Forest, smashed them four. Um, they host fellow championship side Huddersfield. And by the way, flip a coin on that game because I could not tell you how that's going to go. But for this selection, it's all about Luton Town not scoring. It's all about Chelsea keeping a clean sheet. And again, I get Chelsea keeping a clean sheet or the opposition not scoring at sometimes worse odds than plus 100. So for me, I just see I'd be very shocked if Luton score. So uh, Luton, team total under 0.5 0.5 is at plus 100. Now, Christopher saying that Chelsea was so disappointed. Not really. They could have won. They could have scored four yesterday, as could Liverpool. And I think that the reason uh, that we all like Chelsea and Liverpool in the Champions League is for what we saw yesterday. That they're very, very tough to beat. They're resolute and they can score goals on their day. Now, my third game. Is bigger than David and Goliath. It's off to Goodison Park. We're off to the northwest, where Frank Lampard's Everton are on an upward turn against Boreham Wood. Now this is bigger than uh, fairy tale because Boreham Wood are still in the non-league. Not often you see sides in the third round of the FA Cup. This is the fifth, and they've not let a goal in. They're unbelievable. But with the way that Everton have started playing at home, they'll jump all over these. Frank Lampard, he's 10-2, and two, as I mentioned earlier, in the FA Cup as a manager. The only time he's been beat is when he was manager at Derby, and Derby weren't no good, and as a losing finalist manager of Chelsea. What do we expect of Borenwood Wood? Well, this is their their party. This is their, like, bigger than their cup final because of the riches that they're going to get from a full house at Goodison. But with Frank Lampard's Everton, they can jump all over this Borenwood side. They would never have experienced... Pressure like it, and I mean pressure from the way that Frank Lampard has his sides set up. From the moment, from the get-go, he's going to look at this as a springboard to continue Everton's momentum at home. I think they score goals, and I also believe that Bore and Wood are going to come out and have a go, in which case, I'm just going to leave uh, leave them short at the back. OK, the... Uh, the market has moved a little bit in Boreham Wood's favour because the market is now minus two at minus 140. So they expect Everton to win by three clear goals. Uh, Boreham Wood a plus two at plus 110. So if you fancy that Boreham Wood are going to uh, lose by two, then you take it as a push. So it's not really pointless. Uh, no point really going there. Money Moneyline is minus 750 for Everton plus 7.25 on the draw, and plus 2,100 on Boreham Wood. This probably be one of the biggest shops we've seen in the last three decades. The total is over 3.5 at plus 110, under 3.5 at minus 140. Everything says Everton win this game 3-0. Jonathan Nelson says Everton team total over 2.5 at minus 145. Well, Jonathan Nelson, you've read my mind because I see Everton scoring three goals in this game. All the lines are telling us that Everton will beat Borham Wood 3-0, maybe even 3-1. But if you want to you think there's going to be more, then you take the plus one ten and see Everton maybe scoring four. If you have a little look at my official pick. And remember to have a little look at the lineups here. I expect Frank Lampard to go strong, but it's Everton team total over 2.5 at minus 135. Shop around, Jonathan Nelson, because I beat you by 10% there. So you're minus 145 with a team total over 2.5. I've gone with Everton team total over 2.5 at minus 135. Most of these games, I, I also agree with Flippy that minus two on the handicap of Everton, I think that is a free hit, to be honest. But again, I expect Everton to jump all over these, maybe score two in the first half. You can have Everton win both halves Everton half time, full time, Everton win to nil, or just have, I think, um, Boran would not to score. But again, with VAR and everything else going again, anything could uh, come and throw you. Now, here's my absolute banker. And again, we're looking at the pedigree. So far, we've had Conte's Spurs going to Middlesbrough. Massive pedigree. We've got Frank Lampard, winner and losing finalist as a manager uh, with um, Everton. Thomas Tuchel, Champions League. He needs to like, add the FA Cup. Now we've got Patrick Vieira's Crystal Palace versus Stoke City. Crystal Palace at home. And the big one for me on this game is it's going to be a night game. So the night game is going to be a massive atmosphere. Crystal Palace, one of the best places to go to. Fortnight atmosphere. And with Palace, they're big, they're strong, and Stoke City don't keep clean sheets. So we're going to be looking at some of these prices, and I think we're going to have plenty of them. Flippy says Everton to put out their strongest side, they need a win and confidence. That's exactly the reason we're going with them, is to ride that boat, especially at home. So Crystal Palace versus Stoke. Now, minus 145, minus half is basically just telling you that Palace are minus 145 on the money line, plus. Two seventy-five is the draw. Plus four twenty-five for the for Stoke, the visitors. The total is under over two and a half with minus one ten on the over, and under two and a half is at minus one twenty. I don't really agree with that because I think that Crystal Palace could win this game three-one. I, I think the Palace could win this game two-one. I don't see any clean sheets just because of the way that uh, Stoke play. And remember, we keep mentioning that this is their cup final. This one of those that you have ninety-five minutes. Don't leave anything out there. Come back at the end of 95. If you've been beat, be the best second that you've anyone's ever seen. Because these Stoke players, they may never get a chance to get into the FA Cup sixth round again. So you have to stare at the moment, take it in, but not be regretting anything after 90 minutes. But with the likes of Patrick Vieira, obviously a winning captain uh, with Arsenal. Won it many times. I expect him to love. It'll be a dream. For someone like him who hasn't achieved as a manager yet to go to back to Wembley and uh, with the opportunity to win. So I'm going to go with my uh, the same frame of thought. I'm going with goals. I'm going with Crystal Palace. Team total here. And this is my banker. I see Palace scoring twice and I couldn't believe the price. Palace team total over 1.5 at minus 125. Jonathan Nelson saying I think Palace should score a couple of goals. Yeah, I, I definitely see that. I see this could be 2-1, 3-1. One, one. If Palace score two and Stoke have to come out, then we know that Palace are strong and they go for 90 minutes. There's going to be no nerves from the home side. And Stoke might just come out, and I wouldn't be surprised, if Stoke actually scored first. If Stoke score first, then, again, we don't want to be anywhere near clean sheets in this game. Because I see Crystal Palace basically scoring twice. If it's 2-2... Two, two, Who cares? A lot of people have lost their money on the money line, but we're only interested in the goals because funny things can happen. And Flippi saying Palace team total plus 1.5 goals is a banker. Yeah, I agree. In fact, it's my banker. Um, Two units going on this and I couldn't believe the price. I expect this price will be a little bit different when we see the lineups because I see Patrick Vieira. Again, we're going back to pedigree. He will not be taking any chances here. And uh, all these big guns will be out and they will want to jump all over Stoke and not give them any uh, encouragement whatsoever. Just a quick word on Stoke. They are managed by Michael O'Neill, who has got unbelievable abundance of um, experience as an international manager. He's been in or played in games all over the world, or he sides have, and he set them up. Very, very well indeed, because Northern Ireland they the they never let goals in. In this sort of format, though, it's a little bit different because it's you've got to go and have a go. What are you going to do? Hope for a nil-nil or a one-nil in the 85th minute? Not happening. So Crystal Palace to score twice. Um, Michael McKay did say, make a parlay flash. If, if I was to make a parlay, it would probably be all four of my my teams. Maybe their team total. Over 1.5, and maybe just take the juice on the Everton. But I mean, listen, I've got Crystal Palace here to score twice. I see Everton scoring two or three minimum. Spurs, two goals on the road where Middlesbrough will come and have a go. And of course, the Chelsea win to nil, or just Chelsea uh, not letting a goal in and keeps nil nil on my side. So if there's any, um, if you've got any leans, or bankers for yourself or any other games. I did see someone else. Now, obviously, another game that I suppose you're surprised, I've not gone near, is Southampton versus West Ham. I think it's a flip of a coin. One, I don't really know if they're going to both put out full-strength sides. If they did, then I don't see anything between them. So I'll see maybe both teams scoring. I know that there's not a lot between them in games that they've played both home and away this year in the Premier League. Um, So again, I just felt that you couldn't go team total over because it could be 1-1. You can't go under two and a half goals because one of them might get a winner. So there was just too much to go against us there. Then it was Liverpool versus Norwich. Do you go with Norwich not to score? Liverpool win to nil. Do you go with both teams scoring over? Now, what's the hangover going to be like for Liverpool? Liverpool. Is this going to be one of them? There will be an upset at somewhere in this uh, these uh, eight ties. But will it be at Anfield? I'm not too sure. I just saw no value in getting involved in that game, especially after the celebrations of, um, of Liverpool winning. Foxy, extra time, West Ham, Southampton. Very, very possible, Foxy. Horrible game, that is. Not one to watch, for sure. Stoke versus Palace. No, don't watch Stoke versus Palace, Foxy. Watch Palace versus Stoke. That's big, big difference. I'd be a lot more worried if it was going Stoke on a windy uh, Wednesday or Thursday night. OK, uh, and the other game is obviously next Monday that we're not mentioned, and that is Nottingham Forest versus Huddersfield. Both teams score, yes. Goals. Could I pick the winner? No. Could it end in a draw? Quite possibly. But maybe we'll speak about that on one of the shows uh, on Thursday and Friday. So, um Please, uh, let me take you back to the beginning and remind you to please subscribe to the BetUS Soccer channel. Ring the bell means you'll not miss any content. We will notify you. and We've got plenty more coming up. We've got the golf from Sawgrass. We'll have a show on March 8th. Then we start kicking off with the Triple Crown, which is obviously the Preakness and the Belmont, culminating in the Kentucky Derby. And we'll have the Breeders' Cup at the end of the year. And also, we'll have the Tennis Grand Slams. We've got Roland Garros. Coming up, then we'll have Wimbledon, and then we'll go to um, New York for the US Open. So join us on myself and all of my guests on Thursday after a very successful weekend of soccer betting with the Premier League, Serie A, La Liga on Friday. it the Bundesliga. And next week, the Champions League and Europa League are back. So everybody, good luck. The banker is Crystal Palace versus Stoke. If we have a little look at the official picks, You'll be able to just see there that I've gone with just team totals. My that's my banker team total over one and a half at minus one twenty-five. Have we not? Have we done them in? Um, have we done them individually? Let's just flick through these again, please. So my first game is Tottenham team total over one point five at minus one thirty. I see Spurs scoring twice there. Uh, Luton Town not to score against Chelsea at plus 100. Massive, massive. Um, I think you get a great price for Chelsea score, for Luton scoring as well. So just flip that coin. Um, Michael Macker said, any uh, bets for Burnley versus Leicester game tomorrow? No, Burnley are absolutely flying. Maybe both teams to score and over just off the top of my head. Um, an Everton team total over two and a half. Well, good luck to Boreham Wood, but let's hope you let him free. Um Tom Amira, but could that but can they do it on a cold rainy night in Stoke? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's I think that Stoke would probably cause Palace a lot of problems if it wasn't at Sellers Park. Okay, so and the banker. The banker is Crystal Palace to score twice at Sellers Park on a night game. Yeah, I fancy Patrick Vieira and his troops to get the job done. So for everyone at Bet US, enjoy the FA Cup. It's certainly uh close to my heart. Got to the final in 93 even though it was one of the worst cup finals you'll ever see i was on crutches on the bench and we got beat it never rains but it pours for everyone at bet us enjoy and we'll see you again soon you take care